Welcome to Jasonisms with your host, Jason Luong. And this is episode 30. And on this episode, I want to get into a topic where it's not directly related to business or entrepreneurship, but it gives you a little bit of perspective on um, how to live your life on your own terms. Okay, so what I mean by that is, um, you know, from what I know and what I see and what I've experienced from other people and myself when I was a young, younger man, is that we, we tend to do things and tend to go about our lives in a very kind of ambiguous manner where we're not sure what we're doing, not sure what we're going, uh, where we're going, and not sure what uh, our goals and objectives should be. And to me, that's kind of a wasted life because um, that's, that, that's kind of meaningless and um, you're, you're going to get nowhere. So I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do in this episode is give you some of my insights, my experiences, and let you know like, what you can do to kind of be that real man, you know, that real lady that you know, you're meant to be, and how to be stronger and stronger. Um, and just very good perspectives that I think will help you out. So without further ado, let's get started. When I talk about this pod, uh, this, the, the topics on this podcast, I'm kind of breaking it up into two different sections, okay? Uh, one would be about life, and one would be about business and work. And to me, you can't really separate the two, okay? Because you sleep for about seven to eight hours, um, you live your life for a few hours, and you work for eight hours or more. So everything is intertwined. It's not like you can readily and easily separate life and business. Um, that's why I always say you should be doing something that you love to do or you're happy to do or at least you don't hate to do otherwise you're going to live a pretty miserable miserable life Um, and the worst situation for you is to get into debt where you have to work at shit jobs or you know do stuff that you hate in order to you know earn an income so that you can live that supposed you know fantasy lifestyle and um of lux of lux uh, luxury or whatever Uh, so anyway uh to get started uh, the first thing I want to say is you, you have to come to terms with your reality and what you are capable of doing and if it makes sense for you. So you have to learn to make sense of situations. Um, when I say that, uh, and of course I apologize if I'm coming from a very uh, male perspective because I'm a, I'm a male and I, I try to understand females but at the same time, sometimes I don't understand completely uh, the different, you know, uh, differences between the sexes and I'm not trying to uh, pretend I know everything but at the same time I'm giving you what I know so as a man at least you have to come to terms with what you're capable of and have the self-awareness to know what makes sense for you and what does not Uh, don't rely on society to give you any type of common sense because that doesn't exist people will never tell you if that works or not and let me give you a very good example when I was a very when I was a younger man what happened to me was um I, I mentioned that I used to work, you know, before I started doing digital marketing, I, I, I finished school, got my MBA uh, while I was working, and then I worked in banking for a while. And after I was fired from working at banking for, because I was trying to be too aggressive doing sales, I worked for a clothing retailer based in Los Angeles. And during that time, you know, I, I, I had a girlfriend at the time, okay? So, um, and the girl that I was with, she was really materialistic and she wanted a lot of material things and vacations and luxury goods and shit like that that um that i never got into that wasn't really my thing but she tended to be that person 
So what I did was I was working hard at a job and I was buying her like $1,000 handbags, you know, $1,500 handbags, um, expensive clothes, you know, funding vacations to, you know, weekend getaway to San Diego where I was paying like two dollars $300 for, uh, for a hotel stay. Um, you know, I was doing stuff like that that wasn't really, um, that wasn't really, it wasn't really me. But at the same time, I thought that that was the right way to do things. And somehow she convinced me to buy a house at the time in California. And when I bought that house, um, it was located about an hour away from where I worked. So the commute was bad. And even worse is with, with traffic, sometimes it could take two hours to get to work and two hours to get home. So imagine four or five hours on the road each day just to pay for a mortgage. How, I mean, how fucking insane is that? I mean, how crazy, how stupid that, you know, is that? But, um, but I did it because I was young and I wasn't, uh, and she kind of uh, influenced me in a way to buy a house. She wanted a house. But at the same time, I, I don't blame her, you know, because she didn't sign her name on the loan documents. She didn't sign her name on the purchase documents. I did. So because I signed, it was kind of my fault. I mean, it was my fault, totally, not kind of my fault, right? Um, so because of that, I, I, kind of, I kind of realized I made a big mistake. And the stupidest thing is, based on my income and based on the driving that, that was needed, the maintenance of my car, the gas money, the, um, you know, all these other expenses that are piling up you know, with home ownership, I, I actually did some calculations. I couldn't afford the house. So I was going to debt and, and um, I was dipping into savings just to pay for a mortgage. And, the, and the, even, the even more fucked up thing is um, the bank knew it, yet they wouldn't give you a loan. I mean, nobody should have given me a loan at that time. Nobody would have, should have given me a loan for that house. Uh, but then they did anyway because they're trying to make money. So it's actually easier to, than you know to get a loan, uh, easier than you, you think. So, um, so what, hap- what happened was they actually they, they started playing around with my payment. So at first it was like 1500 then they jacked it up to 1800 lowered to 1300 and jacked it back up to 2000 So, like, I mean, my, my loan was, like, going crazy, you know? I mean, the, the, the payment amount was going crazy because it, keeps, it kept changing every six months or something like that. So it was really affecting my lifestyle. So eventually, um, I, I, I quit working at that job. I started doing digital marketing, and I moved abroad for a while, and um, that kind of, and I eventually sold that property uh, to get out of debt. And, and I, made, I made a small amount of money uh, selling it due to appreciation. But what I'm trying to say is that banks have no common sense. You have to have common sense. Even if a bank is willing to give you a loan or even if your significant other, or your spouse, your whatever is trying to get you to do something, you have to have the common sense to just say, no, that's not right for me or for us at this time. So, you know, I, so I ended up breaking up with that girlfriend um, after a while and it, it became a very kind of lonely life in LA for me. Um, I just had... It was me and my boy, basically. You know, all I had was me and my boy. And when I say my boy, I'm talking about my furry little boy called Snowball. You know, he's a toy poodle. So it was basically me and Snowball. You know, that was it. That was that was my life. You know, in LA for a while uh, before I moved abroad. So you gotta have some self-awareness and common sense. Even if people are telling you, even if a bank is telling you that you can do certain things, if you don't feel you're capable of, you know, managing the, uh, the risks involved or the, the the situation, don't do it. And that's just critical. Don't, don't let other people influence you so easily in, in, in this way. Uh, and this applies to your life and also your business decisions. If you, if, it doesn't, if you feel it doesn't work out for you for some reason, don't, don't bother doing it. Don't, don't get involved. Don't try. Don't even you know, bother. Uh, and that's something you have to remember. Don't think just because other people tell you that's a good idea that you should do it. I mean, that's just stupidity. So um, next thing I want to talk about is 
uh, I've been hearing this a lot from people, like people who can't find a girlfriend or people who can't find a boyfriend or a husband or a wife or something crazy like that. Um, so what I have to say, I mean, I'm also speaking from a, speaking from a heterosexual man's perspective, you know, I mean, I know there's different uh, perspectives out there that I might not be covering, but from what I know, uh, it, this also applies to women. I mean, if you are doing something you truly love and you're happy and you're, you're doing something that makes sense for you, the love will come, okay? Love will come from many different directions. Like, you just don't even know, like, um, like, like where it's going to come from. Uh, but it's going to come. Like, if you, the moment you stop looking for somebody, you stop trying, you know, you stop trying to find someone or meet somebody, you just focus on your work, meet, meet people, like, normally, you're, you're eventually going to find somebody you really care about um, and how that person cares about you, and, um, you know, you, you can get together with somebody eventually. And let me just make this point. You know, because some of you know I, I, I'm kind of a player. I used to be at least. Um, it's very, very, very hard and very, very, very rare to find somebody who understands you very well and who, um, who helps you and who, who supports you without any strings attached. And, and, that, and you also care and love this person and care about this person. It's, it's such a rare thing. I mean, you know, I'm not, I mean, we're not talking like, you know, teenage love stories or movies or, you know, romance novels or, you know, people who watch romance movies, you know, in, in the theaters. It, that stuff is so rare. It's so unbelievably rare to find somebody that you just, this person knows me, this person understands me. Like, I don't even have to say too much. I, I, I mentioned a few things. This person already knows exactly what I was, what, what I meant to say, like how I'm trying to express myself. Okay, so um, it, it's, it's so rare to, to find that. So what I urge you guys is that if you're able to find somebody where that person just understands you so well and just uh, that person cares about you without strings attached and supports you throughout the process, even if you don't get into like a sexual relationship or, a, or marriage or something like that, keep in touch and be really good friends with that person because that's, all, that's as good as it gets in life. I mean, it's as good as it gets. It's very rare to find people like that. It doesn't have to be love, you know, it could be just friends or whatever. It's hard to find somebody who understands you to that level and where you don't have to say too much. People already know, like, what's going on. Like, you just have to say one thing, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, you know. Um, It's kind of like, it's such a rarity. I mean, it's something so unbelievably rare and precious that if you find that, you gotta hold on to that, you know, with your with your life, and that's I've in my life I've come across only a small handful of people who could understand me to, uh, on that level, exactly to that level. And the first person is my mom. Okay, so first one is my mom. She was able to understand me to that level, you know, that level where I don't have to say too much. She knows exactly what I'm thinking. And uh, how, what I'm going to do next or, you know, how, and she's supporting me in, in a way, you know, to reach my goals or whatever. So my mom was, a, was, only, was the first person. There's other people, you know, I have really good friends, friends who are a lot older than me, who, understood, who, who understand me very well. And it's just, it's such a rarity. Like, I just keep saying it's so rare. You, you just have to really, um, I mean, hold on to it when, once you find it. And if you don't find that person yet, it's because you're not looking in the right places. Let me just tell you that you're probably not looking in the right places. Maybe not in your city, not in your line of work. You gotta go out and expand your horizons. 
okay? Um, if you're stuck in the same place, the same locality, the same kind of a business thing and that's going on, it's, 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 you're never gonna find it unless you, you, you venture out and do something risky in your, with your life, okay? Um, that's what I wanna say. Um, third thing I wanna talk about, whether it, it, it's regarding, um, so the first thing I talked about was, um, you know, kind of knowing yourself, uh, knowing what you're getting into. Second thing is about love and relationships. And the third thing I wanna say is that, um, you, as a man, um, you have to be a real man. Like what I'm saying, a real man is, um, I mean, this could apply to women as well, being a real person. It's just like you do what you want, when you want, and exactly how you want to do it. Um, and that's also a rarity. You know, I mean, I say, I say this with conviction that I don't think you can be truly happy unless you are living life on your terms. You, it's just, you're not really going to be happy because, I mean, there, there's fake happiness, you know? Just like Donald Trump likes to talk about fake news, there's fake happiness. And um, fake happiness is people who post pictures of what they eat, um, you know, by the beach or whatever, uh, and then post it on Instagram or Facebook and showing off. And, you know, that, that's, that's, that, to me, that's not really happiness, fake happiness, you know? Um, you don't know the true dirt and true bad, the bad stuff inside, uh, inside of these pictures. Uh, inside of these people who are posting. So um, true happiness is about being a man, like being a person, like living life on your own terms. Like when you meet someone who's truly happy, who is really good at what they do, or um, who, who's living life on his or her own terms, um, there's, there's some sort of radiant, you know, there's something, there's radiant light, um, you know, aura that kind of comes, uh, comes about that person. So try to be that. Um, try to develop your own interests, your own way of life, start your own business, the thing, do something you want to do. Because your life is actually very short. Um, I mean, I'm in my 30s, so uh, I think probably more than a third of my life is gone. You know, I mean, that's a scary thought, but you know, one day I'm gonna be six foot deep, you know, uh, if I'm not burned alive, if, not, if, not, if I'm not cremated first. So um, yeah, so it, it's just try to live life on your own terms. Um, like for me, um, I, I've actually very, um, uh, when I was young, I, I wanted to do a lot of things, um, I, and I have done a lot of things. Like, I have done a lot of things, you know? Like, I mean, it's like, oh my goodness. I look back and I was like, oh my goodness, this is unbelievable. Like, the, the shit that I, I've been through or, or the stuff, the places I've been to, what I've done. I mean, you know, um, so, I mean, some people may know, you know some of my family members actually, actually speak French, um, you know, so, uh, and I, I studied French when I was in, in high school and I've used French a little bit uh, in my travels to Europe and all that. And, and you know, I mean, I always tell people, you know, je peux parler un peu de français, you know, like I can speak a little French, you know, to people. Uh, so, I mean, I, I've always, wa I, I can, I do that because I can. I mean, I, I want to do it because I, I'm, I'm not afraid how people judge me if my French is bad or whatever. I just do it and use it as much as possible. Um, so that's just an example of like, if you want to do it, just do it, you know, quit like, you know, quit fucking around, you know, thinking of a better way to do it you know, or trying to strive for perfection. It doesn't matter. Um, some people might know I speak Japanese as well, you know, not, not fluently, but I speak enough to get by in Japan. Um, when, in my youth, I've traveled around Japan, you know, I, I, I've, been to Japan, I've been here and there. And that's how I started getting and drinking as well uh, when, I was, when I was really young. Um, so, I, I mean, like... You know, even with Japanese, you know, the, the, way, the way I learned how to speak Japanese isn't that fucking, you know, it's not that girl style Japanese, like the man style, you know? Like, you know, instead of, instead of using watashi, you know, I use boku, you know? So, I mean, boku wa, you know, nihongo, nihongo dekiru. 
know, that's like the that's like the way a man would speak. You know, I speak Japanese. You know, I I, I can handle Japanese. That's what it, the translation is. I don't say stuff like, oh, watashi wa nihongo hanasemasu. You know, some bullshit. Like, I mean, you know, that's see, that's the bullshit that that, that that they teach you in school. You know, in school they teach you how to talk like a fucking girl. Uh, you know, when you learn Japanese, I just gotta say that point. That's how that's how they teach you. In, that's what they teach you in school, uh, in college, or yeah, Japanese because you talk like a fucking girl. You know. Um, you know, so it's like, like, you know, I mean, like, in, in Japanese, it's so different. It's like, you know, when people say certain things like, uh, uh, you know, like, like, oh, they will, you know, I'm Jason. They will say, you know, watashi wa Jason desu. You know, that's, that's like fucking, just like, that's what they teach you in school. But you sound like a fucking girl. You sound like a little school girl. Okay. You know, I mean, the, the, the way I, the way I was, the, the way I would uh, uh, speak Japanese is like, I, I would say something like, uh, Jason Descadol. You know, it's like, uh, that means I'm Jason, so what? You know what I mean? That's like, I'm, I'm trying to speak like that. You gotta learn how to speak Japanese as a man. So I'm saying, what my, what, the reason for me to talk about this is that whatever you wanna do, do it and get better at it. And just don't be afraid, even if you do it improperly or you do it wrong, like, especially when I speak French or speak Japanese, even though I'm not good at it. Um, I, I still do my best and I still try to sound like, uh, like, a, like a man, you know, like a person who, who you know, who you got to, you, you're able to try your best, you know, people respect that, you know. So, yeah, so basically live life on your own terms. That's point number three. Try to live life on your own terms. Do what makes sense for you. Um, and if, if you're not there yet, you got to start working there because, you know, the clock is ticking, you know, clock is ticking 60 seconds in a minute. You know, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, 365 days in a year. You know, you got about 80 years, you know, or 90 years. How many years do you have left? I mean, just, just think about it, you know. And, and number four, what I want to talk about is, um, this is something that I've really struggled with, uh, with a lot of my friends and close family members and associates, is that people don't fucking travel enough, all right? And when I say travel, I don't mean like fucking go on a tour, you know, go, you know, this, this, this pampered tour, setting up five star hotels and shit like that. I mean, that's garbage. You could have been doing that in fucking Los Angeles, okay? Like for me to go to Japan and stay at a five star hotel, like a fucking Hilton, and then like, um, you know, enjoying a drink at the bar, I could have, I could have been doing that in Los Angeles. Why the fuck would I go to, would I go to Tokyo? <laughs> I mean, when I say travel, I mean like really get into where are you going? Like try to, even if it's a short time, Try to live your life like a local, you know, try to learn the local language, try to like, um, you know, fucking uh, do, do like, act, like, just try to get into their life, you know, try to uh, assimilate into that, into that environment. And that's how you learn something that's different from your, from, from what you're used to. Um, most people I know, most Americans in general don't travel that much. Um, uh, I, I've, I always say travel because when you travel, you're exposed to different perspectives. Um, like traveling has actually changed my life uh, as a younger man. Um, you know, a long time ago in 2007, 2008, I started traveling to China for business. Uh, and I, 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 it wasn't like just come here and leave. It was like, I was there for a long ass time, you know? And later I was based in Asia for a long time. I was traveling. I went to all these different countries, you know, uh, Cambodia, you know, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore. Uh, I mean, I, I've been everywhere in, in Southeast Asia, almost everywhere. I've been to Europe, Africa. It's just, when you travel enough, you start seeing enough perspectives and then you have a very good perspective about what's going on in your home country and how things are actually really different in other other places and 
that opens your mind and broadens your horizons and allows you to come up with more business opportunities, more uh, creativity and you know, stuff like that. So um, that's why you have to travel more. Uh, and when you travel, don't go on like, don't be a, don't be a fucking tourist, okay? Be like, a, you know, be somebody who's trying to get into the local culture. Um, and so that's kind of, um, that's kind of my point here. Um, uh, of, of, of trying to get you guys to do something else, you know, so, so, uh, so number four, I'll talk about travel. Um, number five, I mean, it, it's just number five, I guess I would just have to say, um, this applies to business and life. Um, I would say don't give up too easily. Um, so as an example, um, in business, if you post some ads in a certain way, it doesn't work. And then you say, oh, it doesn't work. Uh, I mean, this placing ads doesn't work. This business sucks. I'm never going to make any money. Um, don't give up so easily. Instead, you got to optimize and keep trying. Optimize and keep trying. That's what I keep saying. The more you optimize your processes, your things you do, you're going to get better at it. But if you do the same thing and um, you, you expect different results, then you're, you're insane. You got to be able to... Uh, do the right thing uh, and do it better every time. You know, optimize, always optimize whatever you're doing. Um, so if you fail a few times, pick yourself up and keep trying. Uh, if, if there's someone else who's doing it and making money or, or in spooning successfully, you can too, at a, to a certain degree. You can too, okay? And when I say certain degree, I mean, there's obviously limitations, you know, physical limitations, uh, you know, stuff like that. But um, in general, whatever people else, someone else can do, you can probably do as well and do a good job of it. So don't give up so easily. Um, so, yeah. Um, so this, this episode is meant to give you guys more of a perspective on what I, uh, how I feel about, you know, certain things and how, uh, how you should kind of live your life with a, with a sort of passion and fire that would help you become a better person. Uh, that's how, you, once you're successful and a better person, you can help others and do good for this, uh, for this world and universe. So um, yeah, you know, I would love to hear your thoughts, comments, suggestions, but I, I just wanted to share some of my thoughts here and um, hopefully you guys can, will share with me your thoughts. Thank you for listening. And if you have not already, please subscribe to this podcast and please do share with your friends and family members who uh, may be interested in what I have to say. Thank you.